Good morning, everyone. Today we are in Genesis 35. Let's recall that in Genesis 34, Jacob's sons really were up to treachery, as the title goes, in that when their sister was taken advantage of, and I applaud them in wanting to honor their sister, but when their sister was taken advantage of, they went and ransacked the whole city and killed uh, the men of the city. And we close the chapter 34 with Jacob saying, You have brought trouble on me by making me odious among the inhabitants of the land, among the Canaanites and the Perizzites, and my men being few in number, but they will gather together against me and attack me, and I will be destroyed, I and my household. So Jacob was concerned, he's concerned about his son's behavior, concerned about retribution from um, neighboring people and how they would be upset at him, and, and rightfully so. You know, and Jacob, man, he went through life this way, right? I mean, he has at this point restored relationships with Esau, but he was concerned about Esau. He had to flee his father-in-law, Laban. Now his sons are making enemies with the people of the land. And that's what I find so comforting about what happens next in chapter 35. Amidst that turmoil, fear, concern, maybe even feeling like, gosh, my family has really made a mess of itself. Maybe what God has promised Abraham and, and now has promised me you know, maybe it's in jeopardy. Maybe God could change his mind. Maybe, you know, <clears throat> maybe I really have reason to fear. And then we have to start off chapter 35. Then God said to Jacob, and it is an interesting that Jacob hears in some capacity God talking to him. Um, you know, he, 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 he had wrestled with, with God or wrestled with God's angel God appeared throughout Jacob's life, even in his imperfection, you know. But then God said to Jacob, Arise, go up to Bethel, and live there, and make an altar there to God, who appeared to you when you fled from your brother Esau. So God, you know, that would be very comforting, to have God come and speak to you and say, Hey, leave here. Uh, and and built an altar to me, you know, I want you to come and, and worship me. I mean, that's that's showing God's there, showing God's concerns, showing God's interaction in his life. And <clears throat> then Jacob does something really good. And, you know, one of the things that I mentioned this earlier, and then we saw Jacob do more poor things, but there's this trend in Jacob's life to being more devoted to being less sinful, really like the process of sanctification, process of just being more devoted to God throughout his life. And and no matter what we've done, uh, even as a believer, no matter what mistakes we've made, it's not too late. You know, let's move forward in following God and in honoring him. Let's trend in the right direction. Let's become more holy, more like Jesus as we age. Let's do what's right. Turn away from what's wrong. So listen to what Jacob said to his household and to all who were with him. Put away the foreign gods. You know, and Rachel had stolen, I believe, her father-in-law's idol. 
Put away the foreign gods which are among you, and purify yourselves, and change your garments. And let us arise and go up to Bethel, and I will make an altar there to God, who answered me in the day of my distress. Do you see? And in the day, in the, he answered me in the day of my distress, and has been with me wherever I have gone. I think Jacob was feeling a, a, a gratitude to God and just being like, man, I'm, I'm glad God's still with me. He's not forsaking me. He's, he's still working with me and my family. Let's honor him. Let's put away what needs to get put away. And child of God, what do you need to put away? God has not given up on you. He's still with you. What do you need to put away? What are you still taking with you? That What's still part of your life that doesn't honor God? And Jacob's asking this of his family, let's put this stuff away. So they gave to Jacob all their foreign gods, which they had, and the rings which they were in their ears. And Jacob hid them under the oak, which was near Shechem. You know, what's just come to me even now, as I'm reading this, is like, sometimes your dress, your appearance is a manner of showing that you've changed. And that's what we have here. You know, put away the the change your garments, put away the the rings that were in their ears or nose rings or whatever, you know, rebellious things that we've done in our past and let's come clean before God. And uh it's interesting. Not only did he put away things, but he also put on things to symbolize that, you know what, I'm going to be devoted to, to God now. And, you know, I think there's music probably we don't need to listen to. There's maybe clothes that we used to wear that we don't need to wear anymore. Um, there's changes that we can make in our life to honor God and show that we've honored him. Let's make those. He's worthy. He's been faithful to Jacob, and he hasn't given up on us, his church. And may we realize that God is still there. He's still for us. But let's now, with him being for us, let's be for him. And look at how God protected him. He put a great terror on the cities around Jacob as Jacob moved through so that they wouldn't attack him. And indeed, Jacob built an altar there and worshiped the Lord. And, uh, you know, praise God for that faithfulness. Then God reaffirms what he's already told Jacob. He's like, I'm no longer going to call you Jacob, which could mean deceiver, but I'm going to call you Israel. Um, you know, what a family who struggles with God and uh, wrestled with God and prevailed. But Israel shall be your name. And he said, I am all, God Almighty. Be fruitful and multiply. A nation and a company of nations shall come from you. And dear church, you know, um, if you've been going through with me our series at church on the mission of God for us to bear the image and likeness of him and to be fruitful and multiply not only in our children, but in the people around us to make disciples of all nations. This is where it all comes from. You know, over and over and over again, we can see what God is desiring is that through his family, that they would be fruitful and multiply 
and he's working with Jacob to make them a more holy place, putting away their idols. God wants us to multiply his goodness, his character, and it begins with doing it in us so that we could be better representatives of who God is. And then as we invest into people around us and into our families, we're a better example to them so that we can help them to embrace being more like the Lord and living their life for the same mission. This is what it's all about. It's so very evident when you read through the scriptures what God is about. And here again, we can see that he gives the land which I gave to Abraham and to Isaac, I give to you. That's why we stand with Israel, because God gave him that land. And I will give this land to the descendants after you. So here we have Jacob returning to the promised land, the land of Canaan, the land that God was going to give Israel. And he's being faithful. Let's be faithful to him. I pray that we would see today and take the time to think about, you know, what does this mean to me? How can I, with God's graciousness and his grace in my life, even in our waywardness at times, God has been faithful to me. How can I be more faithful to him? And uh, let's let's grow like Jacob did. And uh, thank you for listening. God bless you all.